Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Have you ever wondered how some people make eating healthy, exercise, and managing stress look so easy? You can too. Welcome to Wellness Wisdom, where we uncover the secrets to lasting health and happiness and empower you to make wise health choices, see results, and create a healthy lifestyle for good. Join Camille Kennard, licensed social worker, certified health and wellness coach, a self-care specialist on the journey to explore how to make health and well-being possible for you. It's a health and wellness journey you can take together. Please welcome your host, Camille Kennard. Hi, everybody. Um, welcome to Wellness Wisdom today. You guys, I just love this month of September. It's getting a little bit cooler. Um, I love hiking and biking this time of year. And we're talking this month about really taking care of ourselves physically, mentally, and how can we feel really good in our bodies. So I'm, you guys are going to love the episode that we have today. Um, I have McKay Murdoch with me, who is a, a physical therapist. McKay, thanks so much for being with us. Yeah, thanks for having me. Yeah, I'm so excited to have this conversation. Uh, McKay and I actually met through um, a wellness tribe that we're a part of. It's a, a wellness networking group. And he told me, I'm kind of thinking about starting my own business um, as a physical therapist. So I'm really excited that that's what he's doing because um, he uses uh, skilled physical therapy and also advances in modern pain neuroscience, um, as well as a personalized and empowered approach to help people with their health and healing. Um, his emphasis is on helping people with chronic pain conditions. So those of you that have been struggling with that, we're going to be talking about that today. Um, and his treatment approach has evolved and expanded over time. He's been informed by Western medicine, as well as Eastern medicine philosophies. We'll be able to talk a little bit about that. Um, he's a doctor of physical therapy, board certified as an orthopedic specialist. Um, he also has some training in deep muscle technique using acupuncture needles. I didn't know that. That's cool. Um, so we're going to be able to talk a little bit about all the things that, that McKay uses to really help people get into their body, take good care of their bodies. Um, but it says um, in his bio, McKay is always intentional to not allow a relationship of dependency with any of these modalities. So it's really an individualized um, and that true healing and happiness comes from the inside out. It's an active patient driven process. Careful attention is given to empower the patient during every step of the process. So the healing is both thorough and sustainable. And I love that. And uh, McKay kind of embodies that is like really just taking life, loving it. I was watching one of your Facebook lives where you're biking as you're doing it. I think that's so cool. So um, McKay, as we're talking this month about self-care, loving ourselves, I do feel like this is a challenge that people have is that connection to their body. Tell me a little bit about what got you interested in working with physical therapy and working with people in their bodies. Kind of where, where did you come from? Yeah, yeah. Well, thanks for the in introduction, Camille. Yeah. Appreciate it. Yeah, thanks for being here. Um, it all really started with my dad. And, you know, growing up, I 
just so looked up to my dad as someone that I trusted and that was strong and could protect me. And I mean, I thought my dad was Superman and, and he was starting to get really, really affected and really limited by his back pain. And this was really hard for me to see as a little kid, especially, you know, my dad is in the medical field. He's a dentist. My, his dad is a doctor. Um, I come from a, a family with a lot of medical background, but he still just wasn't getting good answers with his back pain. And so as a child, I saw him have to start to give up his hobbies. He used to love snowmobiling and horseback riding and mountain biking and skiing. And he slowly just had to give those up. And despite going to specialists and spine specialists and surgeons and pain doctors, he just wasn't getting any good answers. And um, I distinctly remember one night he would have these major episodes of back pain that would that would just cripple him for days and he'd have to cancel all his patients and he would just be in bed for three or four days until a doctor could come to the house and give him heavy medications and injections. Um, but I remember one night him just screaming in pain, the paramedics came and were carrying him down the stairs on a stretcher. And, and it was just a really traumatic moment for me to see yeah. somebody who who was so strong, be so crippled by this back pain. Um, so that was really when it started to uh, intrigue me on a deep emotional level of what's going on here and what could be done. And luckily, my dad eventually found a really kind and caring physical therapist that started to really turn things around for him. And I started to see my dad slowly get his life back and not be so conquered by this pain. And I was lucky enough to then get a job working with that very physicist. And after working there for a little over a year, I decided that that was the career that I wanted to pursue for myself. So. Oh, awesome. I love that. Yeah. And that experience with your dad kind of helped, you know, okay, I want to help people that are going through this to, to feel better and to not have these pain issues. Um, you know, I think for a lot of us, when we are in our bodies, sometimes we think that our body is against us, right? If we're having chronic pain or we can't do the things we used to be able to do. Um, mm -hmm. and, and we get in this place of kind of being angry that what's going on with our body. Um, can you talk a little bit about like that relationship between us and our body and kind of what you've seen um, helps people. Absolutely. Yeah. I love talking about this. Um, because we really each have our own unique relationship with our body. And, and this is, this is something that I think a lot of people in this, in this circle of wellness and mind body connection and things a lot of people talk about relationships with their body and, you know, trusting your body and uh, intuitive eating, like listen to what your body needs and listen to the type of exercise that your body needs. Um, I like to think of it kind of as a, a little bit reverse of what most people think of it. A lot of people think that they need to trust their body. The way I look at it, your body 
needs to learn to trust you again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, many people, you know, they're, they are caught up in what do other people want? Or I got to get this project done. Or that was the case with my dad. It was like, he needed to get the project done no matter how he was feeling. Mm-hmm. And he, he definitely wasn't going to stop. Uh, yeah, he wasn't going to stop working. He wasn't going to stop his hobbies. He doesn't even like to stop to eat meals throughout the day. Mm-hmm. And so I look at it as his body is sitting there and, and thinking, Hey, we're not safe when this guy's in charge. Yeah. Um, this guy has a, an other agenda outside of taking care of me and when our body feels unsafe it reacts and um and tries to get safe um when our body feels like it's not safe with us in charge then it secretes uh inflammatory chemicals in our body it Mm -hmm. secretes stress hormones um and and i see that as a relationship that a lot of people have have damaged a lot of people have kind of breached the trust of their body and so what i love to help people do is just really compassionately and really mindfully heal that relationship with your body again and um and it takes time it takes time and it takes uh it takes intentional effort every day but ultimately that's the that's the healing process that I see a lot of people go through is you know show your body that it can trust you mm-hmm. show your body that when when it tells you it has a need that you will listen mm-hmm. that you will that you can compassionately sit down with yourself and say hey I I see you and I hear you and and I'm here for you I got you yeah I got you and as soon as as soon as your body feels like you have its back again, that's when I know that that's that's the biggest step of the healing process and when it can finally relax and 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 feel safe again. I love that. It's like it's like any relationship that is healthy, there's those two sides to it, right? You can trust the person and they can trust you. You know that what they say they're gonna do, they're gonna do. Mm-hmm. Um, I love that because I teach my clients um, a lot about intuitively eating and listening to their body, the mind-body connection. But when you think about your relationship to your body, it's that's a whole new thing, right? Like, mm-hmm. hey, I can my body trust me? And and I mean, we're connected to our body, but I think we're talking about sometimes our mind stuff overwhelms what physically is going on with us, right? We're like, well, I got to get mm-hmm. this project done or there's this deadline, or it might hurt, but I'm going to keep going and keep pushing. And instead of of our body being able to trust us and know that we're going to nurture it and take care of it, sometimes we push, we push through that. And it sounds like that's what you saw with your dad. um, Mm -hmm. And, and kind of, you saw that he was just kept pushing and that his body couldn't trust him to give it what it needs because our body does need so many different things. Right. And Mm-hmm. giving it what it needs so um it, did you have any experience yourself with kind of coming to this with your connection to your body like how did you start feeling um or did you always feel connected to what was going on inside your body like where, mm-hmm. where was that for you um 
Yeah, I've had I've had a few different experiences personally. So I can really I feel like I can really relate to what a lot of my clients go through. Um, for me, it was shortly after getting married. I was under a lot of pressure and a lot of stress. This was new trends in my life. And I just, you know, a lot of us men have major insecurities, but few of us own up to those. Yeah. And I was really just experiencing a lot of emotional insecurities. I didn't feel worthy of my wife. I didn't feel worthy as, as a man. I didn't feel, I mean, even yeah, down to silly things. Like I'm, I'm not very good at fixing stuff. Mm-hmm. And I just felt like, a, a real man could fix anything. Oh right? yeah. Like, <laughs> um, so I just had just, I was overwhelmed by all these insecurities and fears. And, and so, you know, I had those deep human desires that everybody has of, I wanted to be seen. I wanted to feel loved and I wanted to feel safe. Um, and I started to have a lot of physical, um, physical challenges. So I started having some abdominal pains and it was, I just couldn't stop thinking about it and worrying about it. I was sure that I had cancer. I was sure that I had some major complication. I started to have tests and scans and see different doctors and just got in that cycle of um, just fixated on finding the answer for why I was having this abdominal pain. Um, I ended up having a insisting on we needed to figure this out i had an exploratory abdominal surgery and they didn't find anything in the exploratory surgery they removed my appendix and tested it and said my appendix was totally fine um so it was really i got to really experience hey my i'm feeling sensations my body's trying to get my attention i'm overwhelmed with these fears and anxieties um and then I still didn't get any clear answer. And so it just started, you know, to help to have me personally start to think of like, man, maybe, maybe this whole pain and this whole mind body thing is more complicated than I thought. And, um, and then, yeah, I went on to have a shoulder surgery that was debatable whether it was really necessary or not. I had a full blown anxiety attack where, I was laying on the floor thinking I was going to die and I was going to stop breathing. Yeah, so I really just experienced, there was a time in my life was when I was deeply fearful, really disconnected with myself, and it manifested both mentally, emotionally, and physically kind of all at once. And it was a, it was a rough time for me. Um, and so that was, that was a time for me to really uh, personally experience these things as well as realize that I, I needed to have my own personal practice and my own personal connection with my body to, uh, to kind of take myself out of that spiral that I was experiencing. Wow. You know, as you're talking about that, I'm thinking about how many of us have gone through something like that, where, um, there's something emotional going on and it shows up in our body, right? So Mm -hmm. the stress, the anxiety, things like that, that show up in our body um, as pain, discomfort, stomach problems, headaches, you know, uh, I know a lot of my clients, that's kind of what they come to me with is like, well, I have this, you know, stress that I, it's making me feel sick. It's making me sick. And I, 
I think it's so, isn't it so cool how our body can let us know something's not quite in alignment and how much that the mind stuff affects the body, right? Mm-hmm. It's so it's so interesting. So, and sometimes we want to fix the body without fixing the mind and what's going right. on there. So right. I love that you were able to kind of say, okay, well, step back, what's going on inside of me, what's going on with my mind, and then how is that affecting my body? So what did you do to, you said you kind of had to practice connection to your body, like, what yeah. I, I know you and I are both are into like mindfulness and like really being present. What helped you connect to your body and what was going on there? Yeah, uh, I was, I was fortunate to do my uh, residency at a clinic in Fort Collins, Colorado, and their specialty there was helping patients with chronic pain, helping patients that felt like they were absolutely at the end of the road. They tried all the options. They'd had failed surgeries, failed medications, and then they would end up at our clinic. And so I got to see at that clinic, that's when I first started to really get exposed to meditation practices and deep breathing practices, uh, mindful movement, all sorts of different modalities to help people reconnect to their bodies. And so it was the timing was right to where I had just learned all those principles and I got to start applying those in my life. So it was, you know, on the surface, it was a consistent meditation practice. Um, and for me, that was just a way to connect with myself, to sit down and really listen to my body and what it needed. And then, and then ultimately it was, it was also an emotional shift to a lot of self love and a lot of self acceptance Mm. that, um, I, I wasn't going to find the love and acceptance that I was looking for wasn't going to come from my wife and it wasn't going to come from any other external circumstance like me being able to fix things or having a high paying job Mm. that I really needed to find those things from on the inside. Mm. Um, and and I was, I just spent a lot of my looking for those things outside of myself. Yeah, I think that's really powerful. So listening to your body, right, being connected to it through meditation, mindfulness. Um, I know that's something I believe in is teaching my clients how to move mindfully where they're paying attention to what does the breathing feel like? What does this feel mm-hmm. like when you move this way or your body's what what is your body saying to you? Um, so how did that help with like the, the pain you were going through, um, and some of, some of the issues that you were having, what did you notice when you gave your body that attention? What, what, what changes did you notice? Well, it, uh, the biggest shift for me was, was not, um, it was not my experience, but it was just how I viewed my experience. So for example, I still have abdominal pains now and then, but instead of being, uh, instead of causing so much fear and anxiety when I have an abdominal pain, it's now just a, a window or a door to being mindful right now in the moment. Mm-hmm. And it's just a reminder of, okay, I'm, I'm here and I'm okay. Um, and so it went from, my body, yeah, my body didn't change, but how I viewed my body did. And mm-hmm. so 
instead of being a burden that was keeping me from the life of my dreams or keeping me from getting love, um, it just went to being just another thing in my experience. Mm-hmm. And that's the shift I see with a lot of my clients is they, they have a certain pain or they are a little bit overweight or they have a certain level of stress and what, whatever their, whatever their physical condition is, they view that as being the, the thing that's keeping them from their desires or it's the thing that's keep it's, it's the barrier that's keeping them from the life they want to live. And so what I did personally was instead of removing the barrier, I just brought those things inside of me now. Um, and, and then all of a sudden it took a lot of the sting and a lot of the energy out of my physical pains. So I guess, I guess acceptance was a big practice for me of, I, I can accept the sensations that come and know that what comes will go. And that doesn't have to totally overwhelm me. Um, I can just kind of accept that those things will come and go. Um, and that'll still be okay. Oh, I love that. You know, I think you and I were both talking about because we both did a silent seven day meditation and I just got done with mine just recently. And as you were talking about, that, I was thinking about how I feel like that's a lot of what I've learned in meditation is you're sitting there for hours in this pose that is kind of painful. It's pushing your body in different directions and ways that it hasn't done things before. Mm-hmm. And, and to accept it and to say, oh, Yep, I'm noticing it. You're noticing what's going on in your body. But what I like about what you said is we're not going into a story about it, right? I'm, yeah. a, I'm a victim. I'm hurting. I need to change this. Something's not right. We're not going into that whole story about it. We're accepting, okay, this is what's going on with my body right now. I think that's really powerful. And it's something that um, is not necessarily easy to learn, but it's something that I feel like frees up people who've dealt with chronic pain their whole lives. You know, when I was doing hospice and home care work, I would see people who'd have these chronic pain issues. And the more that they held on to it tightly and got really anxious about it, the worse and more intense that the pain was than mm-hmm. the, than the noticing. I love that. I think right. the, the acceptance is really, really mm-hmm. powerful. Yeah. A lot of it. I mean, a lot of what I see as a, an aspect of healthcare that I think is causing a lot of suffering now is the belief that you are problematic, mm. that your pain is problematic or your condition is problematic. Um, and starting from that place, I think leads to a lot of suffering um, that you shouldn't be feeling this way. Yeah. Um, there's the belief that zero out of 10 pain is the normal and anything other than that is really abnormal and you should be panicked and feel bad about yourself. And you're obviously not, you know, you're not doing your self care good enough and you're not this or that you're not enough because there's, there's intensity, there's pain. And I think that leads to a lot of people suffering. I just had someone the other day, they knew that I was kind of in the, in the health and wellness field and, Um, and they said, you know, my daughter's hands get a little, get a little extra sweaty and she's in high school and she's, you know, she's nervous about boys touching her sweaty hands. So what, like, 
what mindfulness techniques or are there any like herbs that you're aware of that can help get rid of the sweaty hands or like do you have any any tricks and it just so struck me it's like but what's the problem mm-hmm. right yeah. what's what's the problem in having sweaty hands yeah like, <laughs> and sweaty hands compared to what? like yeah. there's people that have less sweaty hands than you and people that have more sweaty hands or <laughs> yeah. hairy hands or yeah and so it's like if, whatever fill in the blank right <laughs> yeah it's like it's yeah what it what if it's what if it's not a problem yeah and what if you could just really accept and love yourself I think that's a powerful place to start from yeah I love that um since you're kind of talking about like, we're going to take a little break but when we get back I would love for you to share with us some of the clients that you've been able to work with um, and some of the transformation you've seen them make in working with you when you're, when you're helping them be more mindful in their movement, um, how that changed things for them with their pain, um, that relationship to pain. I would love for you to talk a little bit about that when we get back. Do you feel stressed, overweight, and unhappy? Are you tired of setting goals that you don't accomplish? Do you want more energy, motivation, Focus to create your dreams. Many people struggle to keep up the commitment, motivation, and confidence to be successful, to reach their goals and aspirations. They often let other things get in the way of their personal health and happiness. It doesn't have to be this way. You can change. Join us for a six-week online health transformation workshop. Learn about the mind-body connection. Overcome obstacles to health. Create daily health rituals. Get support from others like you. And change your life for good. Register now at flourishwellnessconsulting.com under online group workshops or email Camille at flourishwellnessconsulting.com. Our gift to you as a podcast listener is $50 off the transformation workshop. Use the promo code podcast50 when you register. This year, make peace with your body and like who you are for good. Welcome back, everybody, to Wellness Wisdom. Um, you know, this month we're talking about self-care. And you guys, your body, it if you can, if your body can trust you to give it what it needs, that's powerful. And I'm talking to McKay Murdoch, who's a doctor of physical therapy, and he has his own business uh, where he helps people with the mind-body connection in physical therapy and how we take care of ourselves and how we move. Um, and McKay, before the break, I asked you if you would share with us some of the people that you've worked with and what you've seen help them maybe change that relationship with their body and like how it's improved their quality of life. Can you talk about people that you, a couple of people that you've worked with and what you've seen? Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, the, there's, there's a lady that I've been working with recently and she had, she had struggled with migraines an intense migraine once or twice a week since she was about 11 years old. Oh, wow. Um, and it, it was something that she had seen uh, really, she'd seen specialists, she'd seen people from Eastern and Western medicine, and it was just something that still really was getting in the way of her everyday life. Uh, I ended up seeing her when I was still working as a physical therapist in a standard clinic. And the night, the interesting thing about this story was that's where our relationships started but the hands-on physical therapy that I helped her with actually didn't make a huge difference in her experience with migraines and in her life. 
it was after, after we found that, okay, even that wasn't working that we started to dig a little bit deeper. And with her, the main thing that we uncovered together, it was really, it's always, always this way, but it was really a, a combined effort was she wasn't honest with herself and she wasn't being honest with those with her loved ones around her either. Um, and this came up as we were talking about how many of us, when we are in pain or encountering difficulties, we take the victim role. And all of us are likely guilty of this from time to time, uh, myself included. Um, but she, she would um, end up blaming her migraines uh, very frequently throughout the week. So a friend would call up and say, Hey, I want to go hang out. And she'd say, Oh, no, I have a migraine. And then um, she would say she has a migraine and she would go to sleep for a day and her husband would take care of the kids. And she was just finding that she was a victim of her migraines and it was something that was completely out of her control. She had no power over it. And there was just this major disconnect. So I started, I, I asked her to do a fun little challenge and she was, she was luckily open-minded enough and a good sport that she agreed. Um, and I said, I want you to try for at least a month to not discuss your pain under any circumstance, mm -hmm. no matter what to your husband, to your close friends, to anybody, you don't say you have a migraine don't talk about your pain in any way. And in, and this has to be done skillfully because denial is not a good approach to health and wellness, in my opinion. Um, but it, when taken in, in the right light, this challenge can be really powerful because it kind of, it kind of invited her to be really, really honest with herself and to be really, really honest with her husband and her loved ones. And she said, she said within just a few days, she was blown away. She said, I, I talked to my friend the other day and I just realized like I had to tell her, I don't really want to come on a play date with you right now. I would really love to stay at my house and take a bathtub. There you go. Um, and she was, she was like, I've never been this honest in my life. Mm. And I just have to tell my husband now, like, honey, I would love for you to take the kids. I'm going to go out and go on a walk with, with my friend, with my girlfriend, and we're going to talk and we're going to connect. Um, and it was just this mo it was the coolest transition to see, but she, she got to take back her power and so initially her migraines were still there, but they just, they didn't have so much power over her because she got her voice back and she found, she found that I, and that was giving migraines all the power that they had, um, by constantly, you know, giving them credit for limiting my life. And as soon as she removed that piece, that was the empowering honesty connection to herself again. Um, and the fun part is eventually her migraines have dramatically reduced now to the point where they're very, uh, they're very infrequent. And it was just really fun to see that shift in honesty and ultimately empowerment 
and the results are often, you know, not what I expect. I start by trying to help somebody get out of suffering with migraines and, but she notices benefits in her marriage and in her friendships and in just her self-care in general. So it's, it's fun to see kind of that trickle down effect that a simple shift like that can really have. Oh, I think that's amazing. Thank you for sharing that. Um, I think that's, you know, what we focus on grows. So if we focus on pain, 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 this is horrible. I can't stand it. It's like we build the story up and it becomes bigger and bigger and bigger. Right. And so I love that you were able to help her kind of step back and, and see that not giving that power, but empowering herself to choose how she looks at her pain. I mean, we all have suffering, whether it's emotional pain or physical pain. And if we look at it as a horrible thing that's taking us over, that's different than being like, oh, this is information. This is information that's coming in. Um, and I love that you were able to help her kind of be more honest mm-hmm. about what was, what was going on. That's really powerful. Um, mm-hmm. Any other yeah. um, clients that, you, that you've been working with that you've been able to see? Tell us a little bit, how do you go about helping people with, they come in and they say, I've got this chronic pain that's been going on for years. Maybe it's chronic back pain. What do you do? How do you assess that? And tell me a little bit about that. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, so my process starts with, you know, your, your body never, your body can't really relax and let go and feel safe. Um, until, until it does feel like you've listened to it on a basic level. Um, so what I mean by that is it is advantageous that I do have a doctorate level degree in Western medicine. And so I am trained to be able to rule out serious conditions like cancers or fractures or major infections. And I can do a thorough body exam and, and test the joints and test the muscles and the ligaments um, so that we're not, uh, you know, negligent moving forward of just saying, oh, yeah, you know, mind-body connection, think positive thoughts and drink herbal tea and we'll all feel, get, you know, we'll all feel yeah, better. we'll be all good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I like to start with a real thorough Western medicine examination. Um, and the nice thing about that is we can find, okay, are there easy impairments here that we can work with? Can we can we really mindfully strengthen a muscle group? Can we talk about your posture? Uh, can we talk about, you know, sleep habits and diet habits and maybe ways that we can uh, add more variety into your routine and your exercise routine? So I like to start there and really, really allow their body to feel safe and to feel taken care of. But that's the easy part. After we, after we start with that foundation, then it really shifts quickly into, okay, now let's address the emotional, uh, the emotional factors to your experience. Um, and let's be extra aware of those. And then, then as we move forward, um, the most crucial piece, if I was to outline, you know, how everybody's healing and, and a rehab goes is so different and so dependent on the, what condition they're coming to me for. But what I what I think is maybe the most crucial piece is just that their their connection to themselves and their values have to stay as the number one priority. 
Mm. Um, and, and I think that gets lost in both Western and Eastern medicine. Um, that, uh, I, I end up asking my clients very frequently, well, what do you want? What, what matters most to you? Um, I, I get many clients that come from Western medicine and say, Oh, this doctor said I have to have the surgery. And this doctor said, I have to have this, I have to have that. And I have to very frequently just say, okay, that's, that's their perspective. What do you want? Mm-hmm. Um, or, you know, my, my Eastern medicine, my, my chiropractor, my acupuncturist said, I need to have this many treatments. I need to have this and this. And I just bring them back to themselves and say, okay, what do you want? What do you want? And, and just as you said earlier, Camille, the, what we focus on flourishes. And that, that's so true that many of my patients are stuck in all I'm going to focus on is my pain and getting rid of my pain, that they really lose sight of the life of their dreams and their goals. Um, so my process from as early as I can, as early as we can establish this in the first few visits, I like to have a very clear vision of where we're heading. Um, so a client right now that I'm working with, she just had dream and it had been years since she had hiked this beautiful trail in Sundance the, at the ski resort. It had been something that she'd wanted for, for years, but just hadn't been able to get there. And so our first step was let's get really clear on what trail are you going to be hiking? What's it going to look like? What's it going to feel like? What's it going to smell like? And, and then that, that outlined our whole treatment program of how can we, how can we get you there? How can we get you there physically? How can we get you there emotionally? What needs to happen to realize this dream? And, and when that is the sole focus, then it gives, it gives clients something that is, that is personally meaningful and valuable. Mm. And it, it starts to make it easier to answer those questions of, you know, well, should I be doing, should I be taking this medication? Should I be doing this exercise? Should I stick to this diet? Because you can always just compare it to this beautiful hike in Sundance. And if it's going to get me closer to that beautiful hike in Sundance, then it is worth it. And let's integrate it because I'm hiking this trail Sundance in the fall. Yeah. Um, so that's kind of the process. It's very, it's very patient centered focused on what is the life that you really care about and value and can we keep that as the sole focus of every treatment and every conversation that we have while we work together. I love that because I think sometimes we want to give away our power to my chiropractor said this or my doctor said this or what other people are telling me to do instead of what is what if you tune into yourself and your body what is it telling you? What are you wanting to do? What makes your quality of life great? I love yeah. that. I love that. Getting people yeah. to see that vision of what it will smell like, feel like, be like. Um, that's, what right. I do lot, that's what I do with a lot of my clients is help them create a wellness vision. Maybe they might have a vision board of if I, if I can get my goal, this is, you know, this is what I want and what's going to get me there. Like, and keep yeah. that focus gives them that momentum of, oh, good, I can... Yeah, I can get there. This is this is what I want. This is what is exciting to me is getting out and hiking. That's a big thing for me. If I can get out and hike and bike, that's um, yeah. <laughs> keeping that in yeah. mind keeps me going. So I love that. Um, yeah. Finding yeah. 
personal, meaningful, valuable thing for them. I think that's really right. Cool. Yeah. And it's funny how resistant people are to those types of conversations initially when, when I say, well, what do you want? Um, or sometimes I'll ask my clients, you know, why, what do you think would be the most helpful thing that we could do today? And they're like, they're so, they're so mm-hmm. struck. And it's like, well, I don't know. You're the expert. You know, you're, you're the doctor. You're, you tell me. And uh, so it's just funny how new those types of conversations are to people of what do you think will help? What do you think you really need right now? Mm-hmm. Um, but I think those are really important conversations to have. For sure. And we're just yeah. as, as helpers, we're companioning and supporting them along the path, the journey they decide to take. I think that's really, really powerful and, and meaningful, especially with people's listening to their body, getting their body to trust them. Uh, I think that's huge. Um, we're going to take another little break, but when we get back, I would love for you to share, I call it my words of wisdom um, section, like a couple of tips that you would have for people maybe that have been struggling with some chronic pain, things that you would have people do to just connect more to themselves. Mindful health to help you flourish. What if in just 90 days you could completely change your life? If you could start losing the weight that's been weighing you down, get better sleep, eat better, have more energy, and have a healthy lifestyle for good. Have you ever wondered why changing your health is so hard? Do you want to believe it is possible? What you mentally focus on grows. This program is set up to help you grow a garden of health. In just 90 days, you can learn the habits of health. This is not a diet or a short-term health challenge, but a healthy lifestyle change for the long term. Health starts in your mind. Through this workbook and audios, you'll be guided and empowered with the confidence to see results and change your life. 30 days to plant the seeds of beliefs and mindset. 30 days to nourish the seeds through daily health habits. And 30 days to grow and thrive by gaining confidence and energy when you see the results of improved mood, weight release, and finding enjoyment in moving your body. Buy this program and watch yourself flourish. What you focus on grows. Let's grow a healthy body and mind. Reserve this program today by contacting Camille at flourishwellnessconsulting.com. Welcome back, everybody, to Wellness Wisdom. We're having a great conversation about how can we get to do more of what we want to do with our bodies, whether that's playing with your grandkids or going on a hike or, you know, climbing a mountain, whatever it is that you want to do in your body. How can you get that vision and keep yourself in that positive place of connecting to your body, even when there's pain, even when there's suffering? Um, And I'm talking to Dr. McCain Murdoch, who is a physical therapist um, who does mind-body work. Um, And McKay, I asked you before the break if you would share with us just a couple of words of wisdom, things that, that people can take home after they listen to this podcast and try out to have an improved relationship with their body, an improved connection to their body. Yeah, absolutely. I think the first thing goes back to what we mentioned earlier, and that is you are not problematic. Mm. Um, I think really, really sitting with that can be a a really healthy place to start. Um, Some other practical tips are, um, and I try to embody this in my own life as well, is don't take wellness or health too seriously. Mm. Having a little bit of lighthearted sense of humor 
I think is really healthy. And this goes both ways. Um, you know, don't feel too bad if you eat a cookie yeah. and don't feel too good if you eat a salad. Um, <laughs> if, if you can take well, a little bit of the energy out of both sides, then, then it will kind of help you stay balanced and, and maybe not so much on the extremes of I eat salads for a week and then I binge eat a dozen cookies. Yeah. Um, so taking a little bit of just the weight and uh, and the seriousness out of it, I think, I think help, I think helps people just kind of relax. Um, and then I think uh, I really practice again, this goes back to kind of shifting, shifting how you view your body and your pain less as a problem or a barrier and more as just another part of the vast experience of being human. Um, so this is a practice that I have a lot of my clients go through and that is um, ask yourself if I was, if I wasn't in pain or if I, whatever your, whatever your barrier is, or the thing that feels like it's keeping you stuck, whether that's pain or your weight or your emotions or your stress or your relationship. So if that was better, what would my life look like? Mm. What are the things that I would be doing? What are the things that I would be feeling what, what, what are the thoughts that I'd be thinking? And just make a list of everything that the way that your life would look different, maybe from the outside, what kind of different changes would your friends notice? Um, and what differences would you notice if I had a magic wand and I could just get rid of your pain or your barrier? And after you've had, after you've made that list, just see kind of take it as a fun personal challenge of how many of those things on that list can you bring to your life right now today? And, and that's a, that's a really powerful shift for healing in my personal experience. And what I've seen with my clients is you may just surprise yourself how many of those qualities and activities that you put on your list you may surprise yourself how many of those you actually can do right now. And you can give yourself that compassionate permission to live that life right now with or without your pain. And that with or without your pain is just a really, really, really strong way to take back that power and to start that healing process. Oh, this is awesome. So I love that, that you can bring to your life today, anything that you want to have more of, right. And improving yeah. I mean, when you think about wellness and well-being, I love that you said, don't take it too seriously because it should be the thing that brings you joy. It should be the thing that brings you happiness is being there with your body, nurturing it, being a part of it. I love that. Thank you so much for sharing that um, and, and changing yeah. the way we view our pain and, and suffering and, and, and making a friend with it, right? Like letting it be there and it's okay that it's there. I love that. I think that's really powerful. Yeah. Thank you so much for sharing your expertise with us and what you do. And I love what you do. Everything you're saying, I'm like, yes, this is exactly <laughs> a lot of what I tell my clients and um, how I view our mind-body connection. Um, if people want to know more of what you're doing or work with you, what's the best way for them to reach you? Yeah, right now it would probably just be to find me on social media, on Instagram and Facebook. Um, on Instagram, I'm at McKay Murdoch Therapy. 
And uh, that's probably the site that I'm the most active and try to post useful things daily. And um, I love the personal connection. So on on Instagram, feel free to reach out to me, send me a direct message. There's a link to my email there. Send me an email. I'm always happy to talk over email or over a phone call and just see if see what you know what you're struggling with and and I, I'll be honest if I feel like I'm in a good position to help you or not. And the nice thing about uh, nice thing about where I'm at is if I'm not in a good position to help you, I, I feel pretty confident that I know people that can help you. Um, you know, my relationship with you, Camille, I have a, a lot of friends and connections with different backgrounds, different perspectives that, um, that I can help kind of refer you in the right direction. But yeah, feel free to reach out personally on, on my Instagram or shoot me an email and I'd be happy to talk to you. I love that. You know, I might need to have you come to one of my retreats and talk about the body and all of this. It's so great. So yeah, everybody, I hope this, you know, this week as you listen to this, you can just start to make wellness a little more fun, connect to your body, maybe take some quiet moments where you notice what's going on with your body and just really take really good care of yourself so that you can live the life you want to live. Um, everybody take care and have a great day and hope as you listen to this, you can make peace with your body and like who you are. Take care, everybody. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.